Hi, I'm Pastor Guy Burke. We welcome you to this week's worship with First Baptist Church Indianola. We also invite you to find out more about us at our website, www.fbcindianola.com. And don't forget to like us on social media. Join us now as we study deep truths from God's holy word. Hey everyone, we're so glad that you've chosen to take time out of your midweek to join us for our midweek online study of God's word together. We are going to continue this week through the book of Galatians. Last week we had Joe Wilson in an episode of Deep Conversations. If you missed that, we invite you to go back. Uh, find that on our YouTube channel and check it out. Joe shares in depth about all the things God's doing through the mission work of new churches now. So take some time, carve out a little bit of time, and go back and see and listen and hear Joe's heart. Uh, you'll learn how he was called to the mission field and also how God is continuing to use uh, the mission work of New Churches Now in spectacular ways and how you can be a part of it. But tonight we're going to turn back to our study in the book of Galatians as Paul writes uh, to believers in the church at Galatia, an important place in the ancient day. And Paul writes to share with them the truth of the gospel that they need to hold on to. And that's where we want to begin tonight in this first segment where we just kind of recap uh, briefly what's happening in these first set of verses here in chapter one. Paul is writing to those. He sees himself as a spiritual father writing to his children at the Church of Galatia, and he's wanting them to hold on to the true gospel. You see, there's false teachers that are infiltrating uh, this church. Uh, they are known as the Judaizers. And they are adding to the gospel of Jesus Christ with certain traditions uh, from Jewish culture that they believe need to be held, upheld in order to have true salvation. But Paul is writing against that. He's writing to confront that. Uh, we see in chapter 1 that he moves directly to the issue. A lot of his other letters, he'll, he'll write about encouragement or he'll give thanksgiving or he'll give prayers. But he gets right to the heart of the matter here in Galatians, and that's what we see happening here. And so as we enter into verses 11 and 12, that's where we're going to camp out tonight. We're going to be in chapter 1, verses 11 and 12 in the book of Galatians. We are going to see in these verses, in this longer passage here in chapter 1, that Paul begins to defend his apostleship. He's going to begin to show, and he's going to be able to, to, to testify to exactly that what has happened by the Spirit through his encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, that he is a true apostle and has shared with them the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's begin there right now and read in Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 through 12. And this is what Paul writes to the church. He says, For I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel preached by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human source, and I was not taught it, but it came by revelation of Jesus Christ. So when we look at verse 11 here, we see that Paul is, is really starting to reveal about himself. Now, now why is this important? What, what might be taking place in the background? Well, the false teachers may be telling the church in Galatia some things. They may have this argument. They may have this argument that they've been building against Paul. And Paul is recognizing that argument. They, they may have said some things like, Paul learned the gospel from the apostles and the elders in Jerusalem. Jerusalem's the mother church, so Paul is dependent upon the approval of those from Jerusalem. We come from Jerusalem. 
so there's some of that tension there's some of that rub there they may be seeing things like how can he challenge us we are from Jerusalem how can Paul be someone that challenges us when we're coming directly from that mother church or they may be thinking or saying or teaching the church where does Paul get his experience from we have far more superior experience to Paul who is Paul to tell you these things and so forth so there is this rub there is this friction there is this conflict that's happening within the church in Galatia and Paul is writing here to reveal and in this longer passage we're only looking at two verses tonight but in this longer passage he's going to defend his apostleship he's going to to make his claim he's going to uh, to make his truth of being an apostle uh, known to those in the church that they can trust him uh, because of his apostleship and we see beginning in verse 11 he says for i want you to know now in the original language the greek language of the new testament the word used there as paul is writing this means reveal so paul is revealing for their benefit of understanding he is revealing his intent is to reveal where his gospel journey began the genesis if you will of the gospel he has brought to them and so he is revealing that to them when he says for i want you to know and he wants everyone to know he wants he, he's not he's not just speaking to leaders in the church in galatia he's not speaking just to a particular group of the church he's like brothers and sisters so this is for everyone this is for the whole body of christ in galatia this is what i'm revealing to you and he says that the gospel preached to me and so he wants them to know that the gospel that preached to him is not of what it's not of human origin or it's it's not up from a source of the human so what paul is saying here and what he's combating the false teaching with is that paul's saying mine didn't come from, from tradition my understanding of the gospel my my belief in the gospel my faith is not being passed on from teaching and traditional practices. He's saying, no, it, it didn't come from a human place. It didn't come from a school of thought. Paul's saying, that's, that's not me. That's not what happened here. That the gospel didn't come from a human source. And I think there's a, a good application point for us to consider here tonight. And that, that application point is Christianity is real through a personal relationship with Jesus you see Paul he had gone down the religious path he had been down that trail of religion he had gone through religion and repetition and studied under rabbis and and had been part of that process of tradition Paul says that this isn't this isn't like that this is something completely different and Paul says, I've studied under the rabbis. I've been through the school and in the in the historical components and traditions of Judaism. That I was there. This isn't from a human source like that. This is something totally different. And Paul is revealing a life-giving relationship, not a rusty religion. Paul, Paul is presenting that, that what he has and what he's passed on to them is a life-giving relationship, not a rusty religion. And so I think that applies to us as the church today to consider, are we being transformed with the truth of the gospel? Because I need the gospel today as much as I need it the day that I got saved. It's a life-giving 
truth of the gospel prevalent and evident in my life? Or am I just walking around with a rusty religion? And Paul, as he writes the church, he makes this very clear. that The, tr the true gospel doesn't come from human tradition or a human source. No, it is spiritual in nature. It is revealed to us by God. The content of the gospel is the Lord Jesus Christ. And that should change everything about us now and for all of eternity when we place our faith in him. Tim Keller, pastor and author, he has a quote and he says this, Christianity isn't true because it's relevant. It's relevant because it's true. And that's what Paul's trying to get across here. He's, he's trying to get across to the church in Galatia and it applies to the church today that the true gospel is what we hold on to. The true gospel and, and the faith that we've placed in Jesus at the onset of our faith journey, that, that we hold on to the true gospel, that it is by faith alone, in Christ alone, by his grace alone. And we trust in that. We don't add to that. We don't stack on Jenga chips of tradition, Jenga boards of tradition, and then that begins to crumble and fall in the midst of a storm in our life when those blocks are pulled out from underneath us. No, we trust and we hold on into the faith of Christ because God has revealed that to believers. We can stand on that rock and we can trust and know that it's true and therefore it is relevant each and every day of our lives. Paul moves on in verse 12 and he talks about how it's not been a human origin or a human source that has brought this to him but it was revealed to him by Christ. He says here in verse 12, for I did not receive it from a human source, and I was not taught it, but it came by revelation of Christ. Paul does something here in verse 12. He separates the earthly and the spiritual. He moves them apart on the table. One side is the earthly, the other side is the spiritual. And he's, he's continuing on from verse 11. Hey, the earthly, I wasn't taught this. This is not of human origin. The, the, the human mind did not compute and originate this. And he's dividing his place on the other side, the spiritual component, that God has revealed this to him in and through Christ. Now, if you know Paul's journey, you know that in the book of Acts along the Damascus Road, Paul has that encounter with Jesus Christ. In Acts, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. And in that convergence as jesus shows to paul he is the one that paul is persecuting there is a revelation to paul that moves him to know who christ is because christ has been revealed to him spiritually by the power of god and therefore paul moves into a deeper understanding not only of who christ is but paul's mission to take the true gospel to the Gentiles. And so all this plays out beginning in this, this convergence on the road of Damascus and Paul's telling them in Galatia, he's writing to them now that this is, this is why I am a true apostle because Christ revealed himself to me and the spirit and the power of God changed me and that's the gospel I brought to you. It's the true gospel you can hold on to. You don't have to stack tradition on top of it to make it right. No, it's good, it's right, it's true, hold on to it. And what he's showing here and what he's teaching, what still applies to us today is 
knowing Jesus is not done by mere teaching, it is revealed by the power of the Spirit. So we can be taught and we can be given information, but that's not going to awaken us spiritually. No, it's by the power of the Spirit, by our faith in Jesus Christ, that we are awakened to the life-giving truth of the gospel that moves us to the purpose that Jesus has for our life. That's what we see happening in Paul's life. That's what he's revealing to the church in Galatia to counteract the arguments of the false teachers. And it still applies to us today that there is life giving hope and truth in the true gospel, not in rusty religion. We'll leave you with a couple of takeaways as we wrap up tonight. The first takeaway is this. Embrace authentic faith, not rusty religion. Embrace authentic faith, not rusty religion. We need to be seeking the power of the Spirit in our life to illuminate to us the next steps for us to grow in our faith. And that comes through authentic faith and following the Lord Jesus Christ. If we haven't taken that step, then we're just going to have that Jenga stack of tradition. And one day that can be pulled out from under us. And then we don't know what's happening in those circumstances. But if we seek that authentic faith, we are grounded we are firm. We have the foundation of the true gospel in our life. And that gospel can speak into us as we are awakened by the power of the Spirit to live out the purpose that Jesus has for us. The second takeaway, seek spiritual vitality, not a teaching buffet. There's so much out there and we can get so much information and we can go just like we would go into a lunch buffet. We take a little of this, a little of that. Give me some more of this. Oh, that's over there. I'm going to go over there and take some of that. That's not what we're called to do here. That's really what the Judaizers were, were presenting as false teaching to the church in Galatia. No, we need to seek spiritual vitality. Hold on to the true gospel. Blossom with a gospel-centric viewpoint and be awakened to follow where Jesus is guiding us to follow because it's in that relationship with him, that personal vibrant relationship where spiritual vitality grows, not taking in information from multiple mediums and avenues. So we need to seek that spiritual vitality in our life. God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for us as we follow him. Part of that plan is life-giving transformation through understanding the gospel and not rusty religion. I hope that challenges you. I hope it's an encouragement to you to seek that out in your life today. And I hope that God uses you in a particular specific way this week for the glory of his name as you live out his purpose to build his kingdom here on earth. Let me pray for you. Lord, I pray for everybody listening today, everybody tuning in. And I pray that you would help us seek after the life-giving truth that is in the gospel, the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ, and step away and turn away from rusty religion, God. You want to activate within us great faith, and you want to move us closer to you with great purpose. And I pray that for everyone watching, watching and listening today. May you be glorified in it, and may your kingdom be built here on earth as it is in heaven. We pray this in your holy name. Amen.